everyone to inside the dome i am john dodaro joined with jordan schiller today this is the second episode that we are recording uh we just finished recording the damian lillard reaction so if this is the first episode you're listening to today i recommend listening to our damian lillard trade reaction right after this it's not that long it's only like 14 15 minutes so give that a listen definitely but we got fantasy to talk about. Uh, I do want to say one thing. Last episode, it was the week three analysis or recap for the NFL. That was probably the biggest pain in the butt to release because we use a website called Riverside. And the first half, we split it up in the two halves. We do the break in the middle. The first half was completely messed up. The audio was out of sorts. It was not aligned correctly. So I almost did not release that episode. I was literally just going to release our week four predictions at the very end of it, which was like 20 minutes. I was almost just about to release that. But then Adobe Premiere Pro came in clutch. It allowed me to fix the audio and upload it through Riverside. So you all were able to listen to this week in the NFL Week 3 edition. So a little fun story for you all about that last episode. Hopefully this episode doesn't have any problems or I'm going to lose it. But And also, I plan on getting a new mic soon. I said in the last episode. And maybe Jordan will get Carlin's, hopefully, because I think Carlin will too. <laughs> I'm selling mine. So, yeah, don't want to. Well, no, yeah. little update from us, but enough with all that. Today's topic is fantasy football week three analysis, and this week was a very high scoring week. A lot of studs that really popped out. I, we will get to all of them, and we will get through the duds. As well, I always love talking about the duds. I have personal duds on the list. I bet Jordan's got some personal duds of his own. But real quick, real quick, let me ask you: How did you do this week with your three uh, leagues? So I went, I went back to week one, and I did. I went two and one. I went two okay. and one. After going zero and three last week, um, I I had to DM some players. Not actually, <laughs> but um, I I so wanted to. But some of my players are picking it up. Some of my players are picking up. Um, I'm two and one in my main league that uh, I care. I would say I care about the most. And then I'm one and two in the other other ones. So um, uh, it's it's looking all right. It's a bounce back. It's a bounce back. But um, I feel I feel like I'm getting to where I need to. The waivers. I don't know. I've honestly, I've honestly never been a big waiver guy. I've always felt like I've usually draft a strong team where I never had to worry about waivers. Like, yeah, I'll usually pick people up, but for some reason, 
this year, it just was not it. Uh, I don't know if it was my drafting that was bad or just like all the injuries that's happened in the league. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. I really do hope the owners um get off their ass <laughs> and actually start and actually start giving money up to change these fields to grass. Yeah. But I don't know, we'll see. But hopefully it's a turning point and hopefully uh I actually get on some win streaks because I can't I can't deal with fantasy when I'm losing. It's just it's just not fun for me. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. How do my, how did you do? Okay. My situation is very interesting. I'm in two <laughs> leagues. I'm two and one in both leagues. But both Ooh. leagues, my team, I am very optimistic about one team, and I have almost lost hope with the other team. Oh <laughs> but the team that I'm optimistic with is my money league, so there's that. But I lost, I got absolutely destroyed in the league I'm not optimistic about. Oh, jeez. I had the worst week. Austin Eckler has been hurt. He is my best player, and I've had to settle with Josh Kelly, who I will mention yeah, later. So... Yep. Uh, you'll be hearing from him in a bit, but I'm 2-1, though. I'm the worst 2-1 and one team in history because week one I had Eckler, and I played well, and Calvin Ridley played well. Week two, I beat a team that did not do well, and I did terrible as well. So because I was 2-0, I was unable to get a good waiver pick, and I'm suffering now. I'm 2-1. I don't know when Eckler's coming back. So (laughs) I'm losing hope. I'm really hoping some of these dud players can pick it up. But in my other league, I just made an all-in trade. I talked to you about beforehand. I got two and Eckler. And I trade away four guys, so I'm look. I'm very happy about my ten man team, but yeah, a lot of things made me happy, and a lot of things pissed me off. But we will get yeah. into those players because there are a lot. So we'll start with the quarterbacks, and this was a good week. Okay, Siri. I don't know why Siri just decided to talk there. Um, that's <laughs> with if you have an Apple Watch. This has happened to me when I've done student media. My first day was student media, U92 The Moose. My Apple oh, Watch gosh. went off oh, for no. some stupid reason. And yeah, it was. Yeah. And it just did it right now. I don't mind. activate it or anything. On your first but day, too? My first day, we're live. No, and it's like, no. sorry. I, it's like, sorry. I didn't understand that. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's but, so unfortunate, bro. Yeah, shout out to U92. Always like doing that. But, okay, quarterbacks. Very good week for quarterbacks. Uh, a lot of good performances. No elite performance, nothing 30-plus, but a good amount of studs. Uh, Jordan, did you have any stud quarterback on your teams? Let me check. Yes, yes, I did. My boy, Kirk Cousins, Mr. Chain Man himself. <laughs> Uh, yes, I had Kirk Cousins. Um, and that's it. That's, that's it? it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I had a dud on this list, but I oh, also oh, had. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my fault. I had a dud on this list too. I thought you were just talking okay. about studs. Oh, no. We'll we'll get to. You don't have to say the duds. Yeah, I'll wait okay, on the duds. Okay. 
but I had a dud. And I didn't put this guy on the stud list because he didn't have enough points to make it, but Deshaun Watson had his second 20-point game of the season. So he had 20 points for me. So underrated in a league where it was hard to draft quarterbacks. I waited on Deshaun Watson, and he's impressed. But let's get to the top quarterbacks. The best quarterback in fantasy football for week three was Justin Herbert. He had 29.3 fantasy points, and he had a very good week, I would say. I mean, he was yeah. he threw the ball 47 times off the top of my head, uh, three passing touchdowns. Yeah, 405 passing yards. He was great. Uh, there's going to be two more Chargers. Actually, three more Chargers players will be mentioned for good and bad reasons. But Justin Herbert was the best quarterback. He is somebody who you would be starting on a weekly basis, I would say. But the next two guys, you and I are very familiar with these next two guys because last year you and I both had these guys. Yes, we did. And I wish I had both of them again. Same. (laughs) Not going to lie. But the first guy I just traded for, and for a good reason, Tua Tagovailoa. He had 28.36 fantasy points. His second 20-plus fantasy week, his worst week was against the Patriots with 12 points, which isn't the worst. Respectable enough against that defense. But Tua is a weekly starter. He is honestly... Let me ask you this. Who would you... Would you consider Tua your MVP of the league right now? No. Beyond fantasy. Beyond fantasy. What do you mean? Like, of the... Wait. Of the NFL. Like, would you consider no, him? Who no. would you consider? I'm curious. Oh. <laughs> you say no, but then you have to think about it. Honestly? Like, respectfully, this might get hate. But... I... I give it... Honestly, probably to, like, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. 0-3 Kirk Cousins. No, but it's not his fault. But it's, respectfully, oh, it's, it's never and... been his fault. But it's never, it's not his fault. You gotta realize how bad his defense is. You I get realize, that. You realize what he's on, like, par for? I'm pretty sure he's yeah. on par for 6,000 yards. Yeah, you're right. Like, it is nowhere near his fault. Yes, like, this team's honest, not going to make the playoffs. His, his team wouldn't be... <sighs> it's all because of that defense. His team would not nearly be uh, pushing anywhere near, like, what? He's not got blown out yet. It's yeah. it's literally all his defense. That It's his defense that is failing him. He's yeah. on par for, what, 50 touchdowns? Yeah, 51. Like, I don't know. Like, Tua is surrounded by a winning team right now. He's not doing it all. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Like, I mean, shit. Kurt doesn't even have uh, sustainable running backs. Tua does. I think it'd be Kurt. Okay. The way he's on par right now. like Even if they miss the playoffs? I mean... Yeah, because it's not, uh, unless it's him, unless it's him starting to fall off, 
these past three games have nowhere near been his fault at all. Okay. I respect Nowhere that. near. The defense has failed him every single game. Okay. Well, speaking of Kirk Cousins, we might as well I'll skip the next guy and just talk about him <laughs> right now. Um, Kirk Cousins was a stud on my fantasy list. He had 25.68 points. Uh, his second 20-plus week, the week before he had 28, and week one he had 16. So Kirk Cousins has been a very good fantasy quarterback, I would say. Yes. Arguably better than Tua in fantasy right now. I should have traded for Kirk Cousins. But honestly, looking at it, yeah, Kirk Cousins. If you snag Kirk Cousins late, good for you, honestly. He is a weekly starter. Like Jordan said, he is on great pace right now. So I almost think he's matchup to proof as well. I mean, look at what he did against the Eagles and Bucks. So yeah. you could argue that he is matchup proof too. But his his hardest competition, he plays San Francisco. And honestly, I think he could do well against the Chiefs. Besides from the Chiefs, I think San Francisco's is the only tough test, really, in terms of fantasy points, not real yeah. life. So, Kirk Cousins is not a bad fantasy quarterback right now. I will say that. The guy I skipped, i got to give him some love, Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson had a great week. He had, let me pull him up, he's the sixth best quarterback in fantasy right now. He had 28 fantasy points, his second 20-plus point week. After being a dud week one against Houston, he is rebounded by getting 22 fantasy points and then 28 fantasy points. And you wonder, he had zero passing touchdowns and a fumble. But he had 101 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. So that made up for a lot of it. So, Lamar Jackson, if he could stay healthy, he is still QB1 and a weekly must-start. So... Another guy, I really don't want to spend long on him because I feel like he should be a regular. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you probably drafted him as the first quarterback in drafts. Uh, Honestly, though, Patrick Mahomes. You would think, drafting Patrick Mahomes so early, second, third round, you would think he'd be getting 30-plus points for these weeks. His first week, he had 19. Then he had 21. Then 25. Like, Kirk Cousins has been better. Yeah. Like, Tua has been better. And that is why, my opinion, you should never go that high on a quarterback. Never. Yeah. Never. I mean, do you agree with that? I do. I do. I think it's, I think it's baloney <laughs> to go high on a quarterback. It's yeah. never been a. It's never. It's never done me right. Literally, I think when I had last year, when I had Lamar and Tua, I think I took. I think I took Lamar around the average. What maybe like? I can't remember if it was third or fourth round. I'd say fourth or so. It might have be been. I don't. I don't remember which round. But I took Tua late. Like I took him yeah. late, and it ended up working out. Yeah. Like, Kirk Cousins, I don't think I touched Kirk Cousins until like nine, maybe yeah. <laughs> eight or nine. Like, look at him. Yeah, I mean, that's what I did with Deshaun. But I do have a bad example of what I just said, though, and we're gonna get to him later. 
a bad yeah. example of waiting yeah. because here's the thing. Sometimes you can get lucky. You can get a Kirk or a Tua, but you can also yeah. get somebody who I'm going to say him first for the duds, but we got two more guys to say for the studs. Uh, Jordan Love, his best fantasy week, 24.26 fantasy points. Every single week he has had 20 or more fantasy points. Week one, 23. Week two, 20. Week three, 24. And surprisingly, in my 10-man league, he is still on waivers. So I'm going to ask you, are you buying the Jordan Love hype? Or do you think it could die down? I mean, I I did pick the Packers to win against the you Saints did. last week. And you it did. worked out in that fourth quarter. <laughs> they were listening. They were listening. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's developing. Um, I can I can see the hype around him. It's just I, I like it. I like I like what he's doing right now. So I do I do like the hype around him. Okay, yeah, I I do like it too, and I think he should be on fantasy teams. I mean, hopefully he's not in my waiver wire ads at this point. Uh, I think yeah. it was last week, maybe, but I don't think he is this week. I'll we'll get to that later. Uh, hopefully he's not. But Jordan Love, very consistent, and hopefully he shows that. Last guy, this is more of a shout-out, a one-week shout-out. Andy Dalton had 23.54 fantasy points. Of all people, Andy Dalton did <laughs> better than some other people's quarterbacks. So, yeah, uh, it's probably going to be a one-week thing because Bryce Young will most likely be starting again soon. So I would not recommend picking up Andy Dalton, but had to shout him out. Okay, the duds. Of the quarterback position. I'm going to do my dud first. And I have given up on him just about. And this is where I say this is the mistake of waiting to draft the quarterback and trying to get lucky. Because I did not get lucky with this guy. Trevor Lawrence. I do not like you. I really do not like you. I thought you were going to make a year three jump. And all you have been is mid. That is it. Week 1, 17. Week 2, 9. Week 3, 14. First, and the 14 came at the very end. So, <laughs> for somebody, you got Calvin Ridley, you got Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, Travis Etienne, uh, Brennan Strange, Penn State, Parker Washington, Penn State. They don't use them those two enough. But, you have all these weapons, above average O-line, you were supposed to make a year three jump. You have been extremely mid. This is why I dra I traded for Tua because of you. You made me do this. And you made me invest in an actual good quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, you will be cut from my team if you struggle against the Falcons. If you don't get 20 points against the Falcons, you will be cut from my team. And I will keep Geno Smith over you. So, just know that, Trevor Lawrence. I do not like you, and you need to do better. But, Damn. Jordan, did you have any dud yeah. quarterbacks? Oh, I'm so done with this guy, bro. I'm Dude. so absolutely done. I'm so tired of you, Joe Burrow. I am so tired <laughs> of it. I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. You, you are, you are, after this season, you're getting banned from ever being on a single, on a single roster spot. Ross's spot that I ever touch a draft again. I'm so done with you. You are so absolutely mid 
it's intolerable. Like, uh, I'm, well. like you. Oh my gosh! You want me to read off his points? Past three weeks? No, 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 no. I already got it up. Three. Okay. Three point one eight. Holy shit! How do you manage as as quarterback, Spain quarterback in the league, to score three point one eight points against the goddamn Browns? The poverty Browns. You know what? I, I'm not even going to congratulate you. I'm so honestly surprised that you got to get... I'm surprised that you scored 16 points your second week. I'm honestly shocked. It's, But still, it is so mid compared to every other QB out there. 16 points. What the hell? And then the Rams. Monday night. They really wasted a Monday night football game on you. Nine... Point sixteen. What the actual hell? That is so unbelievably mid. I'm pissed off. You're <laughs> lucky. You're lucky that my backup quarterback is Derek Carr, and he is so much more mid than you. I should have put him I, on the list. You should have, because he was I at should've. eight point one two. Oh, you know what? No, the only reason why I didn't. Is I don't count injuries to it. Yeah, like if they get injured mid-game, I don't count that. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. that's why I didn't put uh, him on. Still, I I don't care. He Derek Carr is so mid too. I'm so done. <laughs> like I'm so done. I might just pick up Jameis Winston and just throw him in there and <laughs> say screw it because I'm uh, so over it. I might uh, I might honestly just like get rid of my QB position because I think I'm better off without having a QB in there. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. Like you are so mid Joe Burrow. It's unbelievable. Um, uh, Honestly, uh, my, I might have to pick up Joshua Dobbs. He's going, he's going crazy, bro. Josh Dobbs is going crazy right now. He, I mean, he, I might, I might say what's up. <laughs> Cause Very I'm underrated. so, I'm so done with Joe Burrow. He might he might just hit my waiver wire. I don't. Oh, I, he geez. might just say I don't care. I, I might just drop him. He has no absolutely zero trade value. I don't even think I could get a bag of chips for him. Oh my! No one no one would want him. Uh, I'm so done. I'm so done with him. But yeah, uh, that that was who was on my duds list. Uh, you and I had some nice rants there. I'm so I'm, I'm so lie. tired of it. Uh, if he puts up another absolutely terrible weekend, he's gonna he's gonna hit the bench. He's not gonna come back out. Man. I will say this: we got two shits in the episode, so chances are I will be marking it explicit. So, R-I-P. at this point, or at this point, if you are feeling a certain way and you want to let it out, you're free to. At this point, you might have to. Yeah. This is this is gonna be probably explicit. So I gotta mark it. Um anyway, we took a lot of time on those two guys. Uh yeah. I'm gonna go through the next guys and Sam Howe had zero point six fantasy points. And I I feel bad. The reason why I feel bad is because I last week I had him as one of my waiver wire pickups. Oh, oh. Because he had 21 fantasy points last week. <laughs> so I sincerely apologize for last week. And I say drop him. 
So, and another guy that was on the waiver wire pickups last week, Ryan Tannehill, who last week had 21 fantasy points, had four fantasy points. Wow. Yeah, um, I sincerely regret him. But the other guy, and this guy should not be rostered, Zach Wilson, is terrible. Yeah, honestly, if you really do have him on your roster, or you, <laughs> if you have to be forced to start him, I'm so deeply sorry for you. Yeah, if you're forced to start him, I feel bad. I feel really bad. If your choice is between Zach Wilson and Ryan Tannehill, I'm so sorry, <laughs> man. I'm so sorry. I feel bad. But running backs, so let's get to running backs. And we got to start with these first two guys because this I've never seen this in my years of playing fantasy. Two running backs on the same exact team getting 51 points and 45 points respectively. I've never seen it before. Yeah, for insane. running backs. That's I don't insane. even know if I've seen it for wide receivers before. Yeah, but honestly, it's more of a testament to how bad Denver is, and we got to that in the last episode. But Oh, they are not riding, bro. <laughs> uh, you know what? Honestly, I'm so ready for Sunday, and I'm so ready to turn on that Denver Broncos and Chicago Bears game. That's the uh, only thing I'm watching. We said it should be primetime. Bro, I'm I I, I so want to watch that. I do too. Like, <laughs> I I will turn off Red Zone just to watch that yeah, game. Honestly, I just want to see the amount of absolute tomfoolery that happens during that game. Yeah, the funniest thing, the funniest thing that I heard was the score. It's gonna be seven to seven, a tie, and Justin Fields is gonna throw two touchdowns. <laughs> oh, one is his team, and one is a pick six. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be the final score. And then R- Russell Wilson is probably going to get sacked about ten different times. Ten different probably. Ways. I can't wait. But we're not talking about those two teams. Uh, Raheem Mostert and Devin A-Chain both went off. A-Chain, who is a rookie running back, who finally came back from injury, uh, 51 fantasy points incredible absolutely incredible Raheem Mostert who has actually been more consistent he had 25 points against your Patriots but he had 45 points yeah I I had to mention it I had to mention but I kind of want to pull up these stat lines if my app loads which right now it's not loading which is okay Raheem Mostert last week Oh, man, my WVU connection is beautiful right now. Okay, last week against the uh, Broncos, he had three rushing touchdowns and one passing touchdown, along with seven receptions for 60 yards. A-Chain, A-Chain, let me pull him up. He had 208 rushing, or 203 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, four catches for 30 receiving yards, and two receiving touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. But let me ask you this. They both went off. Do you keep them both on your team for the long run? Or do you try mm-hmm. to sell high on both of them? I would sell high on Devon, honestly. Um, I think it was just a very good game for him. 
I would keep Mostert. Uh, but I would I would look to maybe see if you could sell high on Devon. Yeah. I agree because another rookie that's done really well is Puka Nakua, and yeah, I feel and, like uh-oh. I feel he didn't make the dud list because he had over ten points. But Puka Nakua yeah. did not look like that beast no. that we saw from week one and week two. So honestly, yeah. like sometimes when a player does really well for two straight weeks, if they have risk of downside, I would sell as high as possible. Yeah, in my opinion. So eight chain is definitely a candidate to sell high on. Unless you think he's, as a rookie, he could continue to get more. And maybe yeah. take Mostert's role. So, a lot of questions, I would say. But, moving on to the other studs. This guy has been severely underrated, in my opinion. Severely underrated. Uh, Kenneth Walker, mm-hmm. the third. Who is the third best fantasy running back right now. He had 30 points. This week, two rushing touchdowns, very good running back. I've always liked it. First week had 10 points, then 18, then 30. So he is very good. He's getting a lot of, he has four touchdowns already this year. So I like Kenneth Walker. I think a lot of people underestimated him. Another guy. And this is a guy who I just traded, actually. Another example of sell high right now. Zach Moss of the Colts. Last week, he had 20 fantasy points, and his first start has the majority of snaps right now while Jonathan Taylor's out. This week, he had 22 fantasy points, along with a receiving Mm -hmm. touchdown. So, Zach Moss owners, sell high right now. Sell high, in my opinion. Get rid of him now, because who knows what he's going to look like later. So, sell. Um. Another guy, I feel like this guy might be a regular. Christian McCaffrey had 22.9 fantasy points. He's solid. He really is. He's probably RB1 right now in the league in terms of consistency. So I think that's pretty straightforward. And then another guy. I don't think he's getting enough love either. James Conner had 19 fantasy points. Yeah, honestly, he's been doing pretty good these past three weeks. Yeah, um... I could pull up his at, least I, at least I think. At least I think. I could be wrong. But. Yeah. The past couple weeks, he has had 12 points, then 16, then 19. Which, yeah, in my I mean, opinion, it's, it's startable. A, yeah, it's a solid flex. Yeah, it is RB2 a, or yeah. flex. It's a solid James, flex. Yeah. I like it. James Conner. Um, especially with these Cardinals who have not, were not anticipated to be good. I think a lot of players are stepping up. So James Conner wraps up the studs for running backs. Now the duds. I'm going to go on a rant real quick about one guy. I got you. You want to, you have this guy too? We're about to find out. Okay. Joshua mother effing Kelly. Oh, this is not my guy, but okay. You can do your guy after, but actually, Josh, yeah, Joshua Kelly. In my one league, I've Austin Eckler, and he's been out for the past two weeks. He might be out a third week. He's questionable, so I've had to put in Joshua Kelly. And you would think, week one, while he was splitting with Eckler, he had fifteen fantasy points while splitting. So then you think, okay, he is the he's the starting running back now. He's gonna do good. 
He'll be consistent at least RB2 level. Nope. Week 2. 3.9 fantasy points. You could say. Okay. It's against the Titans. The Titans have a good D-line. They have a good defense. That was going to be a struggle anyway. Okay. Week 3. They play the Vikings. Who Jordan said Kirk Cousins should be MVP because the Vikings have a terrible defense. And I agree. Maybe not the MVP part, but I agree with the terrible defense. Joshua Kelly had 11 carries for 12 yards and nothing else. One catch for five yards. 2.7 fantasy points against the Minnesota Vikings. That absolute distraught defense. Uh, I'm done. I, I don't want to start him again. I almost want to drop him. I almost do. I almost do. I'm beyond mad with him. I don't even want... If Eckler doesn't play, I don't even think I want to start him. I really don't think. No. But then again, I say that. And then he's going to have like 20 points on my bench. So... Uh, it's It could go either way. But... I don't like him. I really don't. Second straight week on the bust list. So, Jordan, who was your dud of the week? Um, I actually have two. Okay. And I was very underwhelmed by this first one. Um, actually, wait, 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 wait. Maybe I could say I was underwhelmed by both of them. Oh, yeah, I was uh, very underwhelmed by both of them because they were both in my same league. Chris <laughs> Hall and goddamn Brian Robinson. Oh, yeah, Robinson. I have him too. Unreal. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Uh, Bruce Hall is starting to piss me off. This is the second week where he's managed to not be able to get above five points. Um, Like, your quarterback is absolute dog shit. So... <laughs> Why don't you run the ball? Um, I could tell you how much he ran because technically... I don't. I don't want to know all that. Well, uh, he had, where, he had where? 18, 18. He had eighteen yards, eighteen rushing yards. On how many carries? Twelve. Well, yep. What the? Like, come on, bro. He's also questionable right now. No, I know. I want to know. He's questionable to be starting for me. Yeah. That's what he's questionable about. And Brian Robinson, uh, um, come on, man. I mean, honestly, I shouldn't have said I was disappointed. I don't really, I don't really have much hope for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're on a you're on a pretty sorry Commanders team. Um, it was against the Bills. I will say that you guys did get routed pretty badly. Um, you will not be uh, starting. Sorry to say, you'll be on my bench because you're playing the Eagles, and well, that's not going to work out for you guys. Yeah. So yeah. And then honestly, it's sore to see uh, Ramon J. Stevenson on there, even though I don't have him. But that's just what happens when we're a mid-Patriots team and you can only put 15 points up against the sorry-ass Jets. (laughs) 
unbelievable. Uh, even yeah. technically, um, technically Elliot had more rushing yards yeah. than Stevenson. Elliot was putting Elliot was putting them up there. Yeah, that surprised he was me. Going, he was going crazy. But yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Um, I also did a Brian Robinson. I probably shouldn't have started him because of the Bills matchup. I don't think it was very favorable, so that's on me. I could have started Pacheco, who did slightly better. But other duds. This is actually the biggest dud. It's not even Josh Kelly. It's Derrick Henry. Yeah. Who had two fantasy points. Two. A nice, solid number two. That's why Finch points is crazy. Yeah. I'm going to pull up his stats. Okay. Week one, 13 fantasy points. Week two, 18. Week three, two. Sold two. And you mentioned the Brees Hall stats. Get this. Uh, Derrick Henry had 11 carries for 20 rushing yards. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And yeah. Derrick Henry, I mean, you're kind of forced to start him on a weekly basis, but it's tough if you're a Derrick Henry owner. I avoided him. But yeah, I avoided him. Yeah, I feel for you, Derrick Henry owners. I really do. But I'll run through the rest of the guys. I got A.J. Dillon, second straight dud week. Aaron Jones has not played. A.J. Dillon, not a good RB1 while... Jones is gone, only 3.3 fantasy points. Second straight week, I would not start him against the Lions because of these back-to-back weeks. Even if he's the starter, I would not start A.J. Dillon. Uh, The other running back that sucked for the Jets, the second straight week I'm doing this by putting both Jets running backs on. Reese Hall, 3.7. Dalvin Cook, 5.9. Both are not startable, in my opinion, until something gets going. It's just been bad for the Jets running backs. So, the last guy I got on my list, Najee Harris of the Steelers. Technically, in real life, he didn't have a terrible game. But for fantasy purposes, he has not been good. Only six and a half points. Hasn't been able to get a touchdown yet. So, and Jalen Warren is kind of working into his load a bit. So, Najee Harris, I hate doing it. But you're on the dud list again, probably. Um, The studs of the wide receiver group. We'll do the wide receivers and then take a break. So, wide receivers. The best wide receiver in fantasy this week was Keenan Allen, who Mm -hmm. Dan and Carlin both own Keenan Allen. So, I purposely told Carlin, to draft Keenan Allen too. So Keenan Allen had an absolutely insane fantasy week in terms of stat line. I'm trying to pull it up. My fantasy app is being very funny. Um, There we go. There he is. Number one fantasy wide receiver right now. Week one, 14 points. Week two, 31. Week three, 18 catches. For 215 receiving yards, along with a passing touchdown. 45.46 fantasy points. Insane. Absolutely insane. But, I'm going to ask you this, Jordan. 
Do you sell Keenan Allen at his highest value right now, or do you hold on to him? Hmm, that's a good question. No. 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 Not with Mike Williams out. Okay. Not absolutely. Uh, it's it's a strong question, but no. Especially with what Eckler still being questionable right now. Mike Williams what out for the season? Yeah. Um, I would not. I I would not. Um, I still think he's. I mean, he probably won't put forty five points up each week, but I still think. I think we're gonna see a lot of him on the studs, on the stud list. Okay, I like it. Um, the other Chargers receiver who I put up here, and Jordan alluded to him, this sadly will be the only time he is on this list yeah. for the rest of the season. Uh, prayers out to him, Mike Williams, torn ACL, yeah. but. He went out with a bang for you fantasy owners. Jesus. <laughs> 25.1 fantasy points. You can respectfully drop him in all of your leagues. Yep. Unless you do a keeper of sorts. So, Mike Williams. I feel bad for him, though. He's had a Honestly. lot of injuries. He's had a lot yeah. of injuries in his career. And I. It's unfortunate to see. He's such a good player, too. I think he's so underrated. He really is. Player. When healthy. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It is unfortunate. I feel for him. I really do. But, sorry, Mike Williams. But we're rooting for you going forward. Moving on. This man torched the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> torched them. Let me be more specific. Torched. Levi Wallace into oblivion <laughs> this week. Devontae Adams, 42.2 fantasy points. Let's be more specific here. Since this was against my Steelers, he was targeted 20 times this game, had 13 catches, 172 receiving yards, and two receiving touchdowns. Man, Steelers did this against Brandon Ayuk. They did this against Devontae Adams. Man, wonder who it's going to be against the Texans. I can't wait to see. But Devontae Adams is a great wide receiver. But thing with Devontae Adams, Jimmy G might not be the quarterback next week. He might not be. He's in concussion protocol. It could yeah. be Patriots legend Brian Hoyer throwing it's literally, It's literally the Las Vegas Patriots. It is. It really is. I'm not going to lie with you there. You're going from one picture quarterback to the other. Uh, that would be very sad if they went with Brian Hoyer. That is a low point. <laughs> Raiders fans want rookie. Raiders fans want rookie Aiden O'Connell to start. But knowing Josh McDaniels and the incredible coach he is, the coach oh, that makes incredible incredible. coaching decisions. I mean, going for the field goal was so smart. But I digress. We talked about that already. Um, I would copy. I would be cautious with Devontae Adams. Obviously, you have to start him. But if Brian Hoyer is the quarterback, I would have low expectations. I really would. But yeah. moving on, this guy. I would not expect this. Adam Thielen had thirty-one and a half fantasy points with Andy Dalton as his quarterback. He technically is wide receiver one on the Panthers. And he's been good. 
He's I think he's yeah. the go to the first go to target for the Panthers, whether it's Bryce Young or Andy Dalton. So Adam Thielen, if he's somehow available or if he's on your bench, consider him based off matchup, I would say. Um next guys. This first guy is obvious. I feel like this guy will be on a stud list almost every week. Justin Jefferson. Actually, yes, I skipped sir. a guy, but I'll get to the other guy in a second. Um, Justin Jefferson, 27.9 fantasy points. I mean, what else could you say about him? I mean, yeah, he's, he's a stud. He's, yeah, he's, he's, a stud. he's probably the best wide receiver in the league right now, I would say. Yeah, but hey, he's got competition. The other guy who I accidentally skipped. Tyreek Hill, 30.7 fantasy points. Another consistent week. Tyreek Hill. Let me ask you this. Quick question. Keep this brief. Who do you think is going to lead the league in receiving yards? Jefferson or Hill? Um, Jefferson. Jefferson? I think, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Jefferson. Um, He's just, he's not splitting with someone as good as Waddle. And the Dolphins also have a run game that's actually good. <laughs> so it's true. they're just going to have to lead a lot on Je- uh, Jefferson. So I think it will be Jay Jettis. I like it. I like it. Um, what yeah, Tyreek. Um, I might have to agree with you. I just think because I think the Vikings are going to be in positions where they have to throw it a lot, I think Jefferson's just going to get the ball more in general, especially now while the Dolphins are realizing that they do have a good running game. Yeah, I don't think they'll have to rely on Tyreek as much to win games. So For sure. I, I think Tyreek will have a lot of receiving yards, but I could see Justin Jefferson having more. So this next guy, I can't believe it. He has finally gone out of the dud column. <laughs> Finally has gone out. Jamar Chase. While Joe Burrow is not back, while his other wide receiver teammate is not back, and we'll get to him later, Jamar Chase is at least back for now. 26.1 fantasy points. He has finally become elite again, I would yes. say. But there's still a lot of inconsistencies with this Bengals team, and we'll get to that in a second with the other wide receiver. But Jamar Chase, you're starting him every week, no matter what. But optimism for you, Chase owners. There is optimism for once. Next guy. Actually, I'm going to go through these next guys quickly because I want to get to the duds before break. Um, Debo Samuel had 25.1 fantasy points. Good week for him. Brandon Ayuk should be returning, though. So that might impact Debo Samuel. Uh, Brandon Ayuk was not healthy week two, so Debo benefited. And Ayuk did not play week three. So with Ayuk back, I don't know how Debo's going to do, but Debo's been looking good these past two weeks. So you will easily be starting Debo Samuel, no matter what. Another guy, a rookie, Tank Dell. His second straight 20-point week. So this week he had 25 and a half points. Tank Dell out of nowhere. If you were able to add him on waivers, congratulations to you because he is probably going to torch the Steelers' defense this upcoming week. Yeah, I put him up. I put him up there. He's a uh, starter. Yeah, he's I would start. I would start him. 
Do you own yeah. him in any leagues? Yes, in one of them. I I just got him off the waivers, and I seen that he played the Steelers, so I'll put him right up in the starting, right up in that starting roster. <laughs> oh man, I I would agree with you. I would start him against the Steelers. I really would. Um, then again, I say that, and I feel like some things I've been saying I've been wrong with completely. Come back to waiver picks. Um, Tank Dell, very good wide receiver. Last guy, personal guy here. He's in my 10-man league. Amari Cooper had 24.6 fantasy points. He could have had more if the referee had eyes and could see yeah. that he was not out of bounds when he was easily not out of bounds. He could have had 30-plus fantasy points, but he did not because of a referee. <laughs> so, Amari Cooper is back. Deshaun Watson, is he back? Maybe. But the duds, the duds of the wide receivers. I got, I got one, I got two guys. I'm going to say my two guys first. And then if you got any guys, you can say them too. The first guy, Calvin Ridley. (laughs) Second straight week. (laughs) Here's the thing. Trevor Lawrence, I was able to move on from him. I was able to get two up. Calvin Ridley, I'm stuck with because my team is so terrible in my 14-man league. I'm stuck with him. I'm stuck with Ridley. He had 21 fantasy points. Actually, it might have been more than that. Week one. And then two straight duds after that. He's being targeted. I will say that. He is being targeted. It's not like he's not getting targets like DJ Moore. But Calvin Ridley has been disappointing. And if he sucks against the Falcons, I'm going to be very sad. I'm going to be very sad because I put a lot of money, not money, I put a lot of draft capital in him breaking out. And I saw a glimpse of that in week one. And that is it. Very sad that I am forced to start him. And I'm sure many people are forced to start him unless you have tanked out. But yeah. next guy on my same exact team, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh my. 7.8 fantasy points. This is pain for me. As my two starting wide receivers, I also had Jalen Waddle, but he's been injured. Yeah. And I just start Addison, and Addison actually did better than both of these guys. So that says something. And I got Josh Palmer off waivers, so we'll see. But DeAndre Hopkins, I don't blame him. I blame Tannehill and that O line for being absolute ass. <laughs> Pitiful. That is the best way I could put it. Easily the best way I could put it. So those are my two duds off of my teams. Uh Jordan, do you have any duds from your teams? Let me see. I think pretty sure T. Higgins. I don't know oh. actually. I don't think he's I, I'm think I'm getting mixed up with Tyler Boyd. Um yeah, I know. I don't have Tegan. So actually I had no one. Actually wow. I did have one person on this list. Um, Josh Reynolds, but I luckily didn't start him. Okay. I just we kept will get... him on that waiver. Yeah, we will get to Josh Reynolds definitely because I need to look into yeah. Josh Reynolds a bit. Yeah. We'll start with him actually. Josh Reynolds, he was a waiver wire recommendation I made. And I'm conflicted right now because I don't know if he was injured or not. Because Josh Reynolds 
last week. Zeros everywhere for this man. Yeah. But he had zero targets. Like, zero targets. It says he's healthy. Okay. Here's the recent news for him. Reynolds was held without a target during the game. He was muted muted by a Falcon secondary. Wow. It's a part of... Okay, it's possible that part of his ineffectiveness was due to a groin injury that landed Reynolds on the injury report in advance of Sunday's game. Okay. But Josh Reynolds... Zero points. You were technically not confirmed to be injured, so you are on the dud list for this week. The worst dud of the week. But, (laughs) T. Higgins, you mentioned. After being on the dud list, week one, to being on the stud list for week two, to coming back on the dud list for week three. Four fantasy points. And I watched some of this game. T. Higgins did not have a good game. No. He dropped a very easy pass. Yes. He looked like Deontay Johnson at one he point. He really did. For somebody who has very good hands, <laughs> T. Higgins. <laughs> T. Higgins, of all people, dropped the ball on an easy pass. I would not expect to say that. Yes. Man. Okay. Let's keep going. Tyler Lockett. <laughs> He was on the stud list last week, and I highly recommended him just to have a dud of 8.4 fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Lockett, what did you just do? I mean, sad. Very sad. But you're also kind of forced to start him, though, because I think he does have boom potential. But here's the thing. Smith Jigba would also be a dud, but... I didn't consider him because he's not really been up to speed yet. DK Metcalf was the top receiver. So I really just think with the Seahawks, it's going to be one week DK might be the top guy. One week Lockett might be the top guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if both guys could be the top guy. Same with the Bengals. I don't know if both T Higgins and Jamar Chase are capable of having good fancy weeks on the same week. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. But moving on. This other guy. Last week, he was excused. Actually, last week, he didn't play. Week one, he was excused, I believe, due to the injury. But Brandon Cooks, the wide receiver two, technically, for the Cowboys, had 3.7 fantasy points. Incredible work, Brandon Cooks. This is why I did not draft you, because I had a feeling this would happen, because Dak is mid. (laughs) I had a feeling <laughs> this would happen. That is why I did not draft you. Moving on. Next guy. I hate doing this because he is from Penn State. <laughs> Jahan Dotson has been terrible in fantasy football to start the season. Less because He's... of him and more because of Sam Howell dropping 0.1 fantasy points. Um, Jahan Dotson at 4.1. He is yet to be consistent in this offense. And really nobody has been consistent in this offense except Brian Robinson yeah. for two weeks. But even that, he's been inconsistent. So this whole commander's offense, I completely avoided it. I avoided Terry McLaurin. I avoided Dotson. I did not avoid Brian Robinson, though. I actually 
had to choose between Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson on the spot, and I chose Robinson. And I'm so happy I did, because Gibson is a terrible fantasy running back. So, Jahan Dotson, welcome to the dud list. Next guy, Nico Collins, who actually has been the Texans wide receiver one, decided to have a dud for himself. 5.4 fantasy points, not good. For somebody, I mean, Tank Dell had his fancy points last week, but Nico Collins did better. But this yeah. week, it was just all Tank Dell. <laughs> and no Nico Collins. So, Nico Collins, welcome. Unfortunate. Very unfortunate for these duds. But, we're going to take a break, Jordan and I. When we come yes. back, we will talk tight ends. We will talk oh. defenses, and defenses oh. I am very mad about somebody. We will get to that. It <laughs> might be a swear word for this defense. Oh. But, and kickers, and waiver wire picks. So, we will be back after this quick break. Welcome back from the break. It is time to go through the tight ends. The studs of the tight ends. And at least for me personally, this was a good week. In one of my leagues, I would say. The other league made the dud list. But one league made the stud list. That's probably the best way to start it. So yes. I'm going to go through my studs real quick. My two studs. One of them I just traded away for good value. But the first stud and also the best tight end of fantasy football in week three. Sam Laporta of the Detroit Lions had 22.4 fantasy points. He was somebody who I was very excited about when drafting. I thought he would be a sleeper. And I think I mentioned him in the sleeper episode weeks ago to pick Sam Laporta as a backup tight end because with that Lions offense there was a good chance he could boom and look at it now he is a tight end one Sam Laporta I'd love him the other guy I don't think this is right what I typed in here um oh wait no it is right uh I'm gonna skip a guy George Kittle was my other tight end in my one league. I just traded him because Sam Laporta's better and they both share a bye week. So George Kittle was traded. I picked up Luke Musgrave as my replacement. But George Kittle had 16 fantasy points. Finally, he is off the dud list and he has a stud week. But Brandon Ayuk is returning. So could that impact his fantasy production? Highly likely, I would say. But Jordan, did you have any studs this week? No. Nope. No. Let I'm me guess. Not any studs. Any duds? Yep. Okay, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. <laughs> okay, moving through the studs. Oh, okay. Travis Kelsey, 19.9 fantasy points. You think we should just end it there with Travis Kelsey? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that T Swift game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I think Taylor Swift coming to the Chiefs franchise was the worst possible thing that could ever happen. Really? Honestly, out of every every scenario, I think that's the worst possible thing. I think I now might 
put the Chiefs at number one, like, hate as a franchise. Yeah. I gave my thoughts in the last episode, so you heard what I thought there. I was not a big fan with less of her, but ESPN, Bleacher Report, and all these other sites that Sports Center that just glazed the heck out of it is the best way to put it. But I guess it draws views. But anyway, Travis Kelsey had a good game, 19.9. I'm moving on. TJ Hawkinson has easily been the most consistent fantasy tight end, even back in week one when tight ends were terrible. TJ Hawkinson, at least, has been consistent. I'm trying to pull up his stats, but my phone is at 10% battery right now. So, yeah, we will try our best. He's the number one tight end. Week one, 11. Week two, 25. Week three, 13. And for a tight end, that is very good. So, TJ Hawkinson. And he used to be on the stud list. Another guy, Donald Parham Jr. Had two touchdowns, I believe. 14.4. Not bad. I would not start him, though, on a weekly basis. Yeah. But as a backup, I would consider having him. Last guy. Musa. Pat Fireman. 13.1 fancy points. Back off of the dud list. He is now a stud, primarily off of a good touchdown throw by Kenny Pickett. That really is it that I could remember from Pat Farmouth. But he made the stud list. Moving on to the duds of the tight ends, since I went long there. Jordan, who was your dud this week? Hunter Henry. Yep. And Darren Waller. Both of them. Yep. Um, Absolute bums. Um, Hunter Henry, he's uh, he's most likely fallen off into the mid now. What Darren happened Wall- to him? What happened even, to Hunter I Henry? Even, I don't even know. Like I can Patriots fan say, here. It was it wasn't even Hunter Henry. It was what happened to the, what the hell happened to the Patriots? Tell me, because like, I'm a Hunter Henry owner, and I need to know what happened to this man because this man is even, butt. I know, I know this man's butt. It wasn't even him. It was the Patriots. We had, okay. we put. 15 points on that goddamn board against the god-awful Jets. 15 points. 15 points. Like, I'm so glad it was the Jets. I am so glad. But 15 points? Are you actually kidding me? Yep. It is so 15. bad. It's so bad. Like, yep. it pisses me off, honestly. Yeah. Hunter Henry. Went from having 16 points, then 17 points, to me finally putting him in my starting lineup just to have him get three points. Yep. And he... Okay, I'll tell you who I had last week, because I mentioned a lot of duds so far. And I still got one more dud to mention that I will get to in a bit. But so far, my duds from my 14-man team, Josh Kelly, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, and Hunter Henry... And one more guy coming up. So, it's not really a guy, but you'll get a lot of duds for me. Yeah. And you too. But, (laughs) you mentioned Darren Waller as well. Yeah. And Carlin has Darren Waller and Sam Laporta. And I think we know who he will be starting next week. But... Yes. Darren Waller is somebody who I hyped up in the early episodes before the season started. 
primarily because of the Giants training camp buzz. And I don't know what the hell that buzz was because this has just been nothing but straight mid from Daniel Jones to Darren Waller. It's sad. It is. I feel bad for you because if you invested in Darren Waller, you probably thought he would be a sleeper pick to be a tight end one. I really did think so. Like, I thought, you know what? He'd be a solid pickup. It's Darren Waller. But no. I got stuck with Darren Waller. Yeah. A mid. Who's your backup? Um, let me check actually. Hopefully, somebody good. Let's hope. <laughs> uh, while you look at that, I'll name the last guy, and he's on the list because I have him as a top waiver pick in Week One. Hayden Hurst oh, went from wanna... looking decent to having two fantasy points. Yeah. The experiment with Hayden Hurst is over, so yeah. don't start him. Uh, did you figure out who your backup is? Yeah, I guess who my backup is. Who? Hunter Henry. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Hunter Henry, ladies and gentlemen. I am forced to start him next week because my backup is David Njoku, who is not much better and honestly could make the dud list, too. You know what? David Njoku, you're on the dud list. You don't even have 10 points, so you probably had six. I think off the top of my head. <laughs> One more guy on the list. Um, I forgot about him because I feel like everybody on the Bears is completely forgettable at this point. Cole Komet had 4.2 fantasy points. He is suffering from Justin Fields being butt. <laughs> so Justin Fields tr- is so bad. <laughs> I've tr- I've really wanted to be optimistic about Justin Fields. There is hope. Still, no, maybe no. no. I just, it's not even. It's not even the coaching at this point. It's him. Yeah, he needs a change of scenery. He really does. But then again, okay. Here's the thing. Carl and I were talking about the Bears in the last episode. They can't develop quarterbacks to save their lives. Yeah, they can't. They failed with Mitch, and they failed with Fields. So let me ask you the same question that he and I talked about. If Patrick Mahomes was drafted by the Bears instead of Mitch Trubisky, do you think Patrick Mahomes? would be as good as he is now. No. No. You say no. No. Definitely not. You, you wouldn't have the right pieces with him. Um he'd definitely be better than what Justin Fields is, but no, he would not. I do think it's part part of coaching, but at the at this point, I think Justin Fields has to take accountability on himself. Yeah. Like I just I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna see him make it succeed, but it's hard to. Yeah. When it's Justin Fields. I can't argue against it. I really can't. I wanna defend him, but I can't yeah. right now. I really can't. And for that reason, Cole Commit, you're suffering. As well as you two, DJ Moore. You had a garbage time touchdown, so you're not <laughs> on the dead list this week. But I feel like I will catch you next week. Actually, no. You're playing against the Broncos next week, which honestly, the Broncos have arguably the worst defense in the league. So, honestly, for all of the Bears players, you have hope for next week only. Only next week. I would actually recommend starting uh, Bears players next week. Because I think it will be that bad. The Broncos defense. I really do think. But then again, we will truly see how bad 
Justin Fields is yes. if he struggles against the Broncos. We will see how bad he is. So I'm excited. And like you said, Jordan, I really want to watch that game. I really do. I am so excited for it. Yes. Now, moving on to defenses. Defenses and kickers are quick. That's good because we went long on some of these. The studs for the defenses. I have four. The best defense was the uh, I almost said Baltimore. Buffalo Bills, 31 fantasy points. They absolutely annihilated Sam Howe. Four picks against Sam Howe. They had a touchdown at one point, too. They recovered a fumble, I believe. They did everything against Sam Howe and that commander's offense. It yeah. was it was brutal. It was it a beatdown. I said that commander's team was the worst 2-0 team in that league. In the league. Carla mentioned that in yeah. the last episode that you it, said that. It, it it was it was ugly. I said it just it was so ugly. It was this this, this Bills team is the same team that I lost to the Jets by the way. <laughs> just true. just a reminder guys, just a reminder. That is true. Oh my. Oh, the Bills, but defense-wise, Bills are looking good. I'm actually there next week they play the Dolphins, so I would not recommend starting the Bills defense. So, I think this was kind of a one and done in a way for now. Yeah. So, find a streaming defense for this week. I'm not going to lie, but don't drop the Bills defense. Keep them on the bench. But Another team that did well, the Lions against the Falcons. Lions had 16 points. Now, they play the Packers this upcoming week. Not favorable, so I would not recommend starting the Lions, but they did well. The Browns had 14 points against the Titans. Another good week. And they play the Ravens. And once again, I actually... I If you have the Cleveland defense and you don't have a spot to get a streamer, I would start them. Because yeah. the Cleveland defense has actually been good this season. It's been very good, in my opinion, these past three weeks. For they, sure. They shut down Joe Burrow. They only lost because Deshaun Watson and that offense allowed two touchdowns. Uh, TJ Watt returned a touchdown, and Alex Highsmith returned a touchdown. So can't even blame the defense that much there. And they did very well against the Titans offense. So Brown's defense is very good. Uh, the final defense, the Chiefs. 12 fantasy points. Honestly, it should have been more because they're playing Justin Fields. So, very disappointing. Yeah. But now, the duds. Um, Before I get to my guy, Jordan, did you have a dud defense? Um, I actually just, I actually did not. Okay. So, I guess it's time for me to rant. Real quick. Won't be that long. But, for the past two weeks, I've said this defense was the best in the league in terms of fantasy football. I said start no matter what. And this defense was playing the Arizona Cardinals. ESPN predictors had them ranked number one for week three to start. Starting with confidence, they said. Start this defense with confidence. The Dallas Cowboys defense had minus two fantasy points. Clap for that. Clap for that. What, a, what an amazing, amazing display. Those are my boys. 
both my leagues minus two. One league it didn't matter because I got destroyed anyway because I had four other duds. <laughs> the other league, I only won by three fantasy points. And the Cowboys' defense did not help me there. I do feel like that. They play the Patriots. And I would start the Cowboys' defense still. I feel like if you have them, you have to start yeah, them. Yeah, I... As a sorry Patriots friend, I would start them. Yeah. But knowing me, I'm going to have... be in a close week. <laughs> and they're going to get minus two again. <laughs> but they really disappointed me. Uh, I still think they're a very good defense, though, on paper. But this was just a severe outlier, I would say. Hopefully, this is not consistent. But the one thing with this defense is they lost Trayvon Diggs. So that does have an impact. We will see in the coming weeks. We'll keep talking about it weekly. If the loss of Trayvon Diggs actually does impact this Cowboys defense on a fantasy measure. So... What once was a dominant option, I would say still dominant with a bad week, but we will keep evaluating them over the weeks, especially because I own them in both my leagues. So, Cowboys defense, you failed me. Other defenses, Panthers had minus two, and their opponent, the Seahawks, had two points, both on the dud list. I don't know why you would start either, in my opinion. Actually, maybe the Seahawks wouldn't have been a bad start, but they had two points. Last dud team, I thought this was hilarious because they're the Denver Broncos. I'm the Denver Broncos. They had minus six fantasy points against the Dolphins. Unbelievable. Round of applause. Round of applause for the Denver Broncos in their historic week against the Dolphins. Historic, in a way. Good job, Denver Broncos. You're going to have a very fun matchup. I can't wait next week to talk about it. I almost want to do a Bears and Broncos so like separate reaction. I almost want to do that. If the game is that enjoyable, I want to do a separate reaction for that game. I really do. Over any other game, because the Chiefs and Jets is going to be extremely boring, I'm calling yeah. it, with 50 Taylor Swift references. So Sunday Night Football, I don't even know if I want to talk about it. I might just want to talk about the Bears and Broncos at that point. So Honestly. We'll see you next week. We'll see when we drop stuff next week. But moving on, this will be quick. Except this guy. Matt Gay had 24 fantasy points. Wow. If you started him, he had a lot of, he had like 350 plus yard kicks against the Ravens. Very good week for him. Another guy. This man almost made me lose in my 10-man league. I only won by three fantasy points because this guy made it very tough. Evan McPherson had 18 fantasy points for my opponent. I was so scared Monday night because of Evan McPherson constantly making field goals. But thankfully, he didn't have one more in him. And I survived. But Evan McPherson, you had 18. Uh, Real quick though, Jordan, did you have any fantasy kickers? Um, Stutter dud. I like do not. You. Okay. Uh, no, neither stud or dud. My my kickers do pretty average, I will say. Okay. I had Jake Moody, and he had twelve, so he did not make the stud list, but not bad. Um, Jason Myers, after a dud week, uh, where he missed a kick or two, he had eighteen fantasy points. Another good week for him. Chris Boswell 
the man who will probably be carrying the Steelers in points had 15. <laughs> Tyler Bass, 15. Good week for him. And Matt Prater. I only put him down because he was only projected six. Lowest possible for any kicker. And he had 14 fantasy points. Yes, sir. Good for you, Matt Prater. You're still <laughs> going at it. Though I would probably not pick him up on waivers. Um, The duds. This will be quick. Cameron Dicker, the kicker. <laughs> projected a lot, actually. He's yes. on waivers in one of my leagues. Projected a lot. And he had three. Not a good week for him. Had to settle for extra points. Uh, Daniel Carlson, somebody who people really like. Four fantasy points. And this last guy, not even a terrible week for him. But I just laugh at any team that has Justin Tucker and picked him early. I laugh at you. I do. Because he has been average. He had six fantasy points. If you waste, like, you could have had maybe somebody else. You could have had Puka Nakua on your team, potentially. A Devin A-Chain. But no, you reached for Justin Tucker, most likely, when you could have had a sleeper on your team. You could have had a Tank Dell on your team or somebody. Like, Nico Collins, you could have had. But you reached for Justin Tucker. Good for you. You're settling with mid right now. I, my recommendation to all of you is pick kickers in the second to last or last round because you could find a sleeper for a kicker easily, most likely on waivers. So I laugh at all of you, Justin Tucker owners. I really do. Now, we will end this episode with the waiver wire pickups. Now, this is releasing on a Thursday, and you're thinking, oh, well, this doesn't matter. Well, I kind of agree, and that's why I already posted everything we're about to say on Instagram and Twitter slash X. So make sure you are following our social medias because we will post the waiver wire pickups every Tuesday. So make sure you follow, but we will go through them and just highlight them. So guys that hopefully you picked up quarterbacks. I can't believe I still have him on here. Jordan Love. Oh, no. Jordan Love was back on Tuesday. When I say these percentages, this was back on Tuesday. I will actually see what it is right now because I'm curious. Jordan Love. Fantasy app. Load for me. Um, Okay, on Tuesday, he was rostered on 47.7% of leagues. That's under 50%. Right now, he's only at 56. What are you doing, people? What are you doing? Pick him up. If you can, pick him up. Unless you have two really good quarterbacks, pick him up. I don't know what you're doing. Joshua Dobbs, Jordan, you mentioned him, that you might pick him up. I might. You might do it, you say. I might have to. He is projected 12.5 fantasy points this week. And his number did not go up from what I have here. He was only 1.1% of teams. Now he's on 1.6% of teams. So, Joshua Dobbs, pick him up if your quarterback is as bad as Joe Burrow. I would say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Last guy. This guy has been improving. CJ Shroud, 20 fantasy points this past week, was only on 10% of teams. I've been kind of iffy on him. I haven't fully recommended him, but now I am. I'm really liking CJ Shroud, so I recommend him. Running backs. By the way, this will go by quick, honestly, because a lot of it's kind of outdated. Um, Devon A-Chain, 
was probably on most people's waiver wires this yeah. week. I feel bad. So shout out to Josh, my commissioner in my 14 man league. He dropped a chain for somebody else. I forget who oh he my. dropped a chain right before he had 51 points. Wow. And now he probably didn't get him back. So shout out to you, my fellow commissioner. I think he's wanted to come on an episode. So shout out to you. Um, Devon A-Chain, hopefully you got him. If you did, sell high on him. That's my recommendation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Matt Breida, the backup to Saquon Barkley. I don't fully like this pick, but there's honestly not a lot of great running back options. Uh, he was only on 26% of uh, teams. 10.8 fantasy points. If you're a Saquon owner, I think it makes sense to get Matt Breida. But get Matt Breida if you are desperate. Um, Rico Dowd. The backup to Tony Pollard, who had 13 fantasy points. He had a touchdown this past game, only on 2% of teams. Tony Pollard owners, I know Dan Smith is one of those Tony Pollard owners. If you have a spot, get Rico Dowd. It's always good to have a handcuff. I always recommend that, have handcuffs. But this final guy, I have officially swapped my handcuff for James Cook. I originally had Damian Harris as my handcuff, but Jordan, Damian Harris, wasn't he good for... The Patriots. Oh yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was. No, but, he's mid. Yeah. Latavius Murray is playing better than him. He had nine fantasy points and is getting more snaps. It was only one point nine percent of teams. James Cook owners, if Damian Harris was your handcuff, switch it to Latavius yeah. Murray. Yeah. Unfortunate for Damian Harris, but I gave up on him. I, he's not worth it. Um, no, he's not. Yeah, R- Wide receivers. Tank Dell was only on 22.5% of fantasy teams. I bet that number has gone up. I'm going to check right now because he is it not available. Has. Oh, yeah. What did I say? 22.5? Yes. Yeah, let's raise that up to 59.2. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people got him on waivers on Tuesday. So if he's still available... I would be surprised if he is, but if he is, get him on your bench. Potentially start him. Yeah. That's why I say some of this is outdated. But Romeo Dobbs is my next guy. Uh, He was on 27.2% of leagues, or percent of teams, I should say, that has risen to only 30%. Uh, Two double-digit weeks so far, and right now is the wide receiver one for the Packers. Christian Watson will come back, though. He's a good bench spot on deeper leagues, I would say. Get him. This next guy, I got him, actually. One of the few guys who was actually able to pick up. And this is due to the Mike Williams injury. Josh Palmer. He was... Okay, his number has gone up dramatically. Uh, At first, he had 14.6 points this past week. But now is probably the wide receiver, too. At first, he was on 0.7% of teams. Now he's on 30% of teams. So, the number has gone up, but he is probably still available. Get Josh Palmer as a depth piece. Next guy, Marvin Mims Jr. Another good week after having 20-something fantasy points last week. He now had 16 fantasy points. Uh, I will see how many things... Uh, okay, his percentage has barely changed. Was on 8.6% of teams on Tuesday. That has risen to 12%. I'm not that high on him, but... Get him. If if you're desperate, I just think with Sutton and Judy, 
I don't like Mims as much, but more of a desperate pick. Maybe you can find some consistency. But the final guy, Josh Downs. I actually picked him up in my 10-man league because I had extra space. At 13 fantasy points, but he was targeted 12 times in this past game. He is a rookie. He was on 3.7% of teams that has risen to 6.8. Not a lot. But let me ask you, Jordan. did you Were you able to get any of the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers that you wanted? Um, I got Tank Dell. Okay. And, yeah, that was it. That's a good pickup. Yeah. That is a very so good pickup. I was pickup. fine with that. Solid waiver week for you. My waiver week was butt when I had to settle for Josh Palmer and Josh Downs. So, that's me for you. That's my <laughs> waiver luck. Um, yeah. Moving on. Tight ends. Um, not one thing funny. Not one thing funny. Devon A-Chain went to the best team in the league on waivers. I don't know why. It's probably because I didn't put him as my first priority because I thought he would go yeah. early. But I guess nobody had him as his, their first priority, so he went to the best mm-hmm. team in the league. And I could be going against him this week. Actually, wait. Am I looking? No, I'm looking at the wrong team right now. Uh, Ten-man league. Right now, I'm not positioned to go against him, probably for good reason, but he is on my opponent's team, who is 3-0. Shout out to my mm. cousin, Zach. You got a shout-out. Um, moving on. Tight ends. I picked up one of these guys because I had a free spot after trading George Kittle. Donald Parham Jr. was only on 0.4% of teams. He is now on 2.7% of teams. He is available. If you wanna if you need a tight end too, only a tight end too, I would say. I would recommend him if you got no other option. If your other option is just somebody garbage. Pick him up. He had eleven point two, then he had a dud, one point seven, then fourteen point four. He is very touchdown dependent though, I would say. Next guy. Luke Musgrave had ten fantasy points. I picked him up. He was only on thirteen percent of fantasy teams. He's the tight end one technically for the Packers. Mm. Very interesting pick. And he is a rookie, too, kind of like Laporta. So he plays Detroit. It's gonna be a fun little rookie tight end versus rookie tight end matchup. So I have both I have both guys on my 10 man team. So I'm very intrigued for Luke Musgrave. Last guy, Jake Ferguson, the tight end one for the Cowboys. He is not as good as Dalton Schultz, but he had 9.8 fantasy points, was only on 19.4% of teams. If you want him, get him. Like I said, backup option. These three guys that I just said are backup options, really. So, yeah. Last thing we will talk about for this episode, then we're going to wrap it up. Defense best streaming units. I've been very inconsistent when talking about this. (laughs) I have been very inconsistent. But last week, I still have last week's stuff up. I said the Jaguars versus the Texans. That was probably dumb. And I did say the Patriots versus Jets, and I do think the Patriots did well enough. Fantasy purposes. I think they had like 11 or something yeah. off the top of my head. So that that wasn't bad. So here are my predictions. Um, the Chiefs versus Jets. If you have the Chiefs, you should be starting them. Probably the best option. 
but they are on 68% of teams back on Tuesday. I bet, I doubt the Chiefs are available now by the time you're listening to this. And this last one is a funny one because I don't know how this is going to go. The Bears or the Broncos defense? Morally, I would say the Broncos defense because I don't know. This game could either be an offensive shootout because both defenses suck, or this could be a defense-heavy game because both offenses suck. It could go either way. This game, this Bears-Broncos game, I'm happy we're ending with this yes. because the Bears versus Broncos is going to be the most exciting game. It really is. It is the game I'm looking forward to. I really am. Maybe not as much as the Dolphins and Bills, but close second, I should say. Um, Final thoughts from you, fantasy football. Anything you'd like to say before we wrap it up? Um, some of my key players on my teams better step it up. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not going to have a good time. Um, Joe Burrow. You're so mid. <laughs> Justin Fields, you're so mid. Justin Fields, yes. So unbelievably mid. Um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully my team puts in that work. Also, I don't, I don't think you mentioned. Who did I not mention? Oh, I think the Saints. The Saints. At least for me, yeah, for me. At least for on my app, Sleeper, they had 20 points for me. Really? Let me me look. I might might have missed them. There was a lot of defenses. I'll check mine because mine's ESPN. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Okay, Saints. Let me see. They had nine. Oh, for me. oh, jeez, oh, jeez, oh, jeez. That's not yeah. Muffle, muffle. No, for twenty, for the for me, they've they had twenty. For me, they haven't been a bad defense for me. Honestly, the Saints' defense easily has the easiest schedule. So, yeah, they that's are, why I picked them. That's exactly yeah. why I picked them. Literally, for me, if I didn't get the Cowboys, I was going to get the Saints. Yeah. So, Saints are they're not a stud team this week, no. but they are a very consistent team. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. And they play the Bucks, and that could go either way too. Yeah, so. it could. It could. Great mention there. I like yeah. it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, other than that, hopefully, um, I start winning some more games. <laughs> um, but yeah, nothing much. Nothing I like much it. I like it. So that's gonna do it from us. Thank you all for listening to this. Didn't go too long, maybe about an hour and a half so not too yeah. bad um make sure if you have not yet listened to our damian lillard reaction go and listen to that it's not that long it's like 15 minutes so go listen to that um we have a little funny reaction there um yes jordan gave us thoughts but <laughs> coming tomorrow uh, our college football weekly episode will drop there's only 16 matchups this upcoming week so not as many matchups to talk about but there are some good matchups so you'll hear our predictions and also a podcast collab episode will also drop mm-hmm. me and my boy uh devin uh, we are 
doing a little collaboration. The episode will be on both podcast accounts, actually. So it's going to be very, very interesting. I'm curious to see how it goes. So that's going to also happen tomorrow. So that's going to be NBA related. So a lot of NBA news happening. So I had to do something different than our weekly schedule. So and also too, hockey starting soon. NBA will be starting soon. So you're going to be getting some more of that content once those seasons start. Probably a weekly episode for both or so. So we did not forget about those sports. And Carlin will probably do MLB stuff. I don't know if you would want to do MLB too, Jordan. You could always join him if you yeah. want. Because I, I could probably join but not talk much about okay. it. I don't know enough. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But... When the playoffs start, there will probably be MLB episodes. Carlin will probably host those, and I will sure. be a I'll be a nice spectator for it all. <laughs> but yeah, I've got a lot of content coming up, and also our new episode, new weekly episode. I have high hopes for this. I kind of briefed Jordan on it a bit, and we'll probably announce it after Thursday's college episode. We'll probably give the full briefing of what it is and what we'll talk about and what I will ask from you, the listeners, because you all have a role in this episode, potentially. So stay tuned to the ending of Thursday's college football episode, because I will probably break it down there. So stay tuned. Lots coming out. But as always, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, slash X, Facebook, TikTok, we post the waiver wire pickups on Instagram and Twitter slash X. So make sure you follow those so you can get early access to that, but make sure to follow all of those. You can find all those links and all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you're on Apple podcasts or overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. Other than that, Jordan, this has been very fun talking fantasy with you. Next week's going to be pretty interesting as well. Let's see how consistent some of these players are and who is a stud. And who's a dud? So stay tuned for next week. But other than that, with Jordan Schiller, I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone. And see you next time on Inside the Dome.